combined HBO Discovery service Max is being pitched as the answer to the era of confusion. What will it do that HBO Max did not? And will it deliver a bigger payoff? Listen on to find out. This is End Screen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at End Screen Media, and today is April 13th, 2023. Warner Brothers Discovery confirmed the rumors that the name of the combined HBO Max Discovery product will indeed be Max. They also provided many other details about the service in the press event on Wednesday, the 12th of April. And I'll be going over what those changes are and what they mean to the company in today's podcast. But first, InScreen Media is partly supported by its sponsors. And we've had some great ones in the past, including Gracenote, Verizon, TiVo, Metrological, and many others. If you'd like to become a sponsor and help keep the lights on here at InScreen Media, send an email to sales at nscreenmedia.com. That's sales at nscreenmedia.com. There are many benefits, including being acknowledged in the podcast and being able to run banners on the site where you can tell people about the fact that maybe you're going to be at NAB next week or I should say this weekend. Uh, So why don't you consider talking to your marketing department and asking them if they can support N-Screen Media's N-Screen Noise. Back to the podcast. J.B. Perrett, who is president and CEO of Global Streaming and Games for Warner Brothers Discovery, he characterized the consumer's situation and the principal opportunity for Max as, quote, the era of peak confusion. He summed up the approach Warner Brothers is taking with Max like this. He said, so in this era of peak confusion, we are trying to simplify and focus on quality, not just quantity. The tagline for the service is the one to watch. So what does the approach mean and is it actually going to be the one to watch? So well the approach I think boils down to two main thrusts. The first is a much broader set of content providing something for everyone and an optimized user experience. Those are the two things I think they're really focusing on from the standpoint of users of the service. So let's take a look at both of these. Uh, First, we'll look at a broader set of content. Casey Bloys, who's HBO's chairman and CEO, well, he says there'll be plenty to watch on Max when it launches on May 23rd. So I guess that's just uh, about six weeks away, maybe five weeks away. He says the service is, quote, allowing us to entertain Max subscribers with an average of 40 new titles and seasons every month, or I should say, he said monthly. So I think that's fairly carefully worded. Uh, He didn't make a commitment as to any specific month, but he said that that's what they're expecting, the flow rate of titles and seasons into the service on a monthly basis. So that sounds like a lot, but I guess it really, really boils down to what exactly they'll be providing in those 40 titles and seasons. And they gave us a hint. um, And the biggest hint, I think, is that they are raiding Discovery Plus to do it. He said 
that originals that were heretofore targeted for Discovery Plus are going to be redirected to become Max Originals. Mr. Bloy singled out Magnolia Network's Chip and Joanna Gaines. Now, these guys are stalwarts of the Discovery Empire, came to them as part of scripts when they purchased scripts several many years ago. And uh, they really have been stalwarts. Well, they'll be producing at least one show for Max called Fix Upper the, Ho- the Hotel. Uh, and there will be other Discovery Plus stars like the Property Brothers, Bobby Flay, the Barefoot Contessa, and I'm sure many more who will also be producing content for the service. And really, it sounds like if you're a Discovery Plus subscriber, which isn't going away, you'll still be able to maintain your subscription and stay there if you want. But if you're a Discovery Plus subscriber, you've got to be really worried about this because it could be that they're cannibalizing content that would have come to you in your $6.99 service and actually showing up in this much more expensive Max service. I don't know what the plan is, but it sounds to me like they could be planning on keeping Discovery Plus going for a while, but really trying to push everyone in Plus into Max. And this, of course, is what the company previously planned to do and then abandoned when they realized that they would pretty much lose every single Discovery Plus subscriber. And they don't want to do that because they revealed in the press event that Discovery Plus is profitable. At least they say it is a profitable service. And that is a very unique thing in the SVOD world, as we've found out just recently with many services, including Disney Plus. They're making really big losses. Now, HBO has not been forgotten here. They were very careful to single it out. Mr. Bloys, after all, he is he is president and CEO of HBO. He says they'll continue to be your after shows showing up in the service. And they talked about three new shows in particular. They also talked about a Batman spin-off called The Penguin, spin-offs from Stephen King's It, The Big Bang Theory, and The Conjuring. And oh yes. There is going to be a new Game of Thrones series called A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. So there does appear to be content still coming into HBO, but it's really still not clear from this presentation if it's going to be of the quantity and quality that we have seen in the past from HBO. Uh, And that, I think, continues to be a worry of HBO fans uh, because Warner Brothers Discovery is still looking for ways to economize in those services. So plenty of content coming into the service. Not clear exactly if it will do what they want, which is to attract a broader audience and really ignite growth in the service. Now, the other thing they're doing there for users, for us, the user, is to optimize the user experience. So Mr. Perrette started by highlighting the shortcomings of HBO Max and how amazing Discovery Plus is at keeping and gaining and getting and keeping subscribers. That seems to be yet another belated swipe at Jason Keelar, who was, of course, the head of Warner Media and running HBO immediately before these guys took over. Now, what he said was, On HBO Max, three quarters of the viewership comes from the home screen only. By comparison on Discovery Plus, the majority of usage comes from other screens deeper in the app. Furthermore, 
four times as much content drives the viewership on Discovery Plus than on HBO Max. Simply put, people find and discover a ton more content on Discovery Plus. Uh, now, what's missing from that statement, of course, is we have no idea what the real engagements look like on Discovery Plus and HBO Max. He seems to be implying that engagement is much higher on Discovery Plus than HBO Max, but he didn't really confirm that with any hard data. But anyway, apparently they've learnt a lot from Discovery Plus and they're going to fix HBO Max when they release Max from this. And what did he apparently learn from Discovery Plus? Well, there is going to be a bigger Hero Bar promotion for shows that will be right at the top. Actually, it looked like it will be taking over the entire front screen of Max. And oh, the other thing they appear to have learned was the menus need to go at the top. They've moved the menus from the side to the top. And he also made some vague references to machine learning improving recommendations. So there are three things. The other glimpses really didn't seem to be that much different to the way things were in Max. And, and for that matter, in Discovery Plus. So I'm not sure we're going to see anything really revolutionary in the interface. He does say it will be faster than HBO Max, that, that videos will load faster and the app will load faster and pages will move faster, which I'm sure will be welcome by everybody. But uh, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see until uh, May 23rd, if that indeed turns out to be the case. But I think far more important for Warner Brothers Discovery is what the impact of these changes and the new unified service is going to have on profitability and revenue growth. Those are two things that really matter with a company that's carrying so much debt. So I guess the first portal of call there is how much will it cost? And look, this really isn't going to make much difference because there is no price increase. The service will keep the same price for the existing tiers, but it will add a premium tier. So what? Well, let's review. We currently have it's $9.99 a month for the ad light version and $15.99 a month for the ad free version. And there is the additional $19.99 a month for a new ultimate tier. The ad light version, I was quite surprised there was no hint that the ad load would increase because I was expecting them to really increase the ad load because the ad load on Discovery Plus is so much higher and that is profitable, right? So uh, HBO Max there, I guess, isn't. So that could have been one of the things they could crank up. They could crank up the number of ads. But he, Mr. Perrette was careful to say that it would still be ad light. But that may still mean there is going to be a boost in the number of ads. And I'm guessing that there probably will. Because remember, HBO Max has a really super light ad load. It's only about four minutes an hour. And they could increase the number of ads. They could add at least a couple of minutes an hour and still claim that it is ad light because it would you know, but that would be more in line with folks like Disney Plus and Hulu. Um, Hulu, I think, is up at about eight minutes an hour now. So they could in in increase the number of ads per hour, and I suspect they will. That might help with, with monetization. Now, the main difference between the Ultimate and the ad-free tiers, 
and obviously that's more expensive the ultimate is more expensive so they'll probably want to get people to upgrade the main difference there is ultra hd support apparently they are removing it from the first tier the the first ad free tier the 15.99 a month and you'll have to pay five dollars extra to get it now existing subscribers apparently can will keep ultra hd support at least for now uh, without having to pay the extra but i guess they'll probably at some point in the future have to pay extra so that's the biggest difference there are some other differences the number of monthly downloads you can download 40 shows i think per month on the 15.99 tier they're allowing you to download 100 shows on the ultimate tier and there will be more concurrent streams uh, but i'm not sure how compelling those will be i think the main upgrade that people will be looking for is ultra hd and it's not clear how many people will pay their extra five dollars a month to get it now the main thrust of monetization improvements really seems to be about reducing churn increasing customer lifetime value and they also say they're developing some dynamic tools to optimize monetization didn't give any details whatsoever there about what those monetization tools are my suspicion is it's in the advertising realm and that they're probably developing new ad formats interactivity potentially uh, and working with advertisers to develop the tools in the back end for them to better accredit and attribute where the uh, if the ads are actually delivering on actions but uh, we'll have to wait and see they were not providing very much information there at all on the churn reduction now this is interesting mr perrett claims half of the churn seen by well he wasn't clear whether it was discovery plus or hbo max but he said half the churn is voluntary that is people explicitly cancel the service and the other half is involuntary. Now we'll get to the involuntary in a moment. The voluntary churn improvements come, I think, from more and better content and a user interface that he thinks will help them find that content. If those interface changes are successful, people will stay longer, they won't churn as much because they'll be finding more content to watch and so they'll stick around longer involuntary churn this is really interesting involuntary churn comes from things like expired credit cards when your credit card limit is maxed out when they go to make the charge each month the charge is refused and they're going to be taking a quite aggressive approach to telling people when there is a problem and they're going to do something that i haven't seen an app do they're going to start notifying people not only through emails and maybe maybe through mobile uh, through their mobile phone but they're actually going to notify people in the app so when you log into the app if your payment method bounced they're going to tell you about it right there so it'd be really interesting to see how this goes nobody's really tried this nobody really does this in the apps at the moment if it works you can bet the rest of the interest industry will follow because this passive involuntary churn is very very common in the industry and i'm sure lots of services would love to find a way to help reduce it so if it works there will be uh, lots of services will be adding this if it didn't which it may not because it may just be nudging people that they really haven't used the service very much and it's time to cancel well then nobody will be copying this so 
that's that's what's going on there about churn reduction and oh they're adding another payment method you can now pay with paypal so those are the biggest changes some of the things they didn't mention in the, in the press conference was they said nothing about the fast service that they say they plan to lay, launch later this year nothing at all about that and they also didn't mention cnn now this is a bit of a surprise I thought one of the things that they could do to help make Max a daily service was start to pull news into the experience. I mean, there's nothing like news for drawing people into a service on a daily basis to find out what's going on. But they said absolutely nothing about it. And I think this is really surprising because uh, David Zaslav, who's Warner Brothers Discovery CEO, one of the first things he did when he took over, when he got control of the Warner Brother assets, was shut down the fledgling CNN Plus service before it even had a chance to start to build a following. That was really surprising that they didn't have anything to say about CNN and didn't talk about how they were going to leverage it in the interface. But I guess we'll have to wait for another day to find out what will be happening there. Until then, will Max be the one to watch? I guess we'll find out. But you know, I'd really love to know what you think. So why don't you come onto the End Screen Media website and under the Analysis tab, you'll find the End Screen Noise podcast sitting right there if you're there at the top. If not, just search for End Screen Noise. And why don't you comment on that opinion piece and actually right there you'll find a rough transcript of this podcast Uh, you'll also find the logos and some pictures of the people i've talked about and while you're there why don't you sign up for the free newsletter it comes daily or weekly and you will know first when there's something new some new opinion on the end screen media website this has been colin dixon with end screen media and i'll speak with you again next time This podcast is the property of Endscreen Media, all rights reserved.